Hey everybody, thank you for choosing the Richlands Tabernacle Podcast. Right here every Thursday you will hear two new sermons from the church that were delivered either by Pastor Horton or one of the other ministers from the church. We hope you enjoy. God bless. To the weary, weary traveler who's walking down life's road To the one who's heavy laden, trying to bear the load To the soldier who's been wounded in the battle for the Lord Lift up the bloodstained banner and don't lay down the sword I said hold on a little longer, help me on the way Just hold on a little longer, you'll find strength today A little longer, for help is on the way. Just hold on a little longer. You'll find strength today. Gotta walk on a little farther. His holy word obeys. Hold on a little longer, for help is on the way. In your moment, you're gonna look up and see through your tears. Any second, you're gonna realize there's a holy presence near. And a witness all the stronghold of the enemy fall down. Hold on a little longer. Soon you'll hear sweet victory sound. I said, hold on a little longer. Help is on the way. Just hold on a little longer. You'll find strength today. Gotta walk on a little farther. It's only word obey. Hold on a little longer. For help me. Any moment you're gonna look up and see through your tears. Any second you're gonna realize there's a holy presence here, and you'll witness all the stronghold of the enemy fall down. Hold on a little longer, soon your hands will be to sound. I said, hold on a little longer. Help is on the way. Just hold on. A little longer, you'll find strength today. Gotta walk on a little farther. His holy word obey. Hold on a little longer, for help is on the way. I said, hold on a little longer. Help is on the way. Just hold on a little longer. You'll find strength today. Gotta walk on a little farther. Holy word obey, hold on a little longer, for help is on the way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I said I'm rich in faith and hope and love. I got more than my share. I'm ruling and over in glory. I'm a rightful man. I'm rich in faith and hope and love. I got more than my share. I'm losing and living over in glory. I'm a rightful heir. Well, my father owns a cattle on a thousand hills. I believe I own at least one. Well, I stand in amazement to see his face, knowing that I'm his son. Well, I said I'm rich in faith and hope and love. I got more than my share. I'm losing and living over in glory. I'm a rightful heir. Well, he has been. Forgiven me of all of my sins. He took me in. He's building me a mansion beyond the 
Samuel and uh, first Samuel the 17th chapter I'm sorry he can't hear you sister Brenda you'll have to speak into the microphone with the mask on him for moving on her behalf. Hallelujah. So Sister Brenda's daughter-in-law received a kidney transplant today. Amen. And so thank God. Thank God it's working. Thank God for that. First Samuel 17. First Samuel 17. It's so good to see all of you in the house of the Lord. Oh, and I appreciate the power of God that is here in the service. But the, the Bible said in verse 55, When Saul saw David go forth against the Philistine, he said unto Abner, the captain of the host, Abner, whose son is this youth? And Abner said, As thy soul liveth, O king, I cannot tell. And the king said, Inquire thou whose son the stripling is. And as David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, Abner took him 
and brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hand. There'll be a day that you'll be able to have the head of your enemy in your hand. And Saul said to him, Whose son art thou, thou young man? And David answered, I am the son of thy servant Jesse the Bethlehemite. Amen. And uh, we don't know all of the, the things that, the account that took place there. But he answered questions about his descent and his family. And more things they talked about. I believe he told about t- killing the lion and the bear. I'm telling, I believe he told all those things. In the 18th chapter, verse 1. And when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul. That the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Now, we've got this uh, a perverted generation that uh, wants to make this into a homosexual relationship. That is absolutely a million miles from the truth. Okay? Absolutely a million miles from the truth. And so Saul took him that day and would let him go no more home to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And I want you to get this. Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David uh, uh, and his garments, even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. Amen. I want you to understand this. Here Jonathan is like Jesus Christ. Because what he did, Jonathan stripped himself of his royalty. You hearing me? He took off his royal robes and put them on David. Amen. He he took off his weapons and his power and authority and put it on David. And even his family position, he put it on David. I'm telling you what, this is a wonderful picture of the grace and mercy of God to us, Word. Amen. And so there, he stripped himself of all of his royalty, his weapons, his power, even his family position. And the Bible said in verse 5, David went wheresoever Saul sent him and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war. And he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. Amen. I want you to get this. I've, I've researched quite a bit. And Bible scholars, they estimate, they disagree. Some say as young as 12. Some say 15 But most agree that David was about 16 years old. Amen. David was just a teenager because the Bible tells us in Numbers chapter 1, in verse 3, it sets the age for military service at 20 years old. And so he wasn't old enough to be in battle. His four older brothers were there. They were old enough to be in battle, but he wasn't even old enough to be there. But I want you to look how the Bible said, and he behaved himself wisely, and Saul set him over the men of war. Brother, if that's a a man that's over the men of war, that means he gave him at least a general position, Brother Chad. Amen. And, And here, the amazing thing, if, uh, if uh, the, whoever the CEO or the boss of wherever you're at, 
And if I was to walk in in the morning and say, uh, I've set this 16-year-old boy as y'all's boss today, he's going to be running things from now on. I don't think it would go over too well at the hospital down to any carpenter shop. Would that go over? But I want you to get this. But the Bible said he behaved himself wisely. Saul set him over the men of war, and he was accepted. Amen. A 16-year-old boy was accepted. Amen. But things begin to change. And that's what I want to talk to you about. And so the Bible said when David returned from the slaughter of Philistines, the women came out dancing and singing and to meet Saul and David. And they said in their song, Saul has slain thousands and David his ten thousands. And the Bible said in verse 8, Saul was very wroth. Amen. You know what very wroth means? That means he was so mad he was slobbering. You hearing me? That's what it is. He was spitting cotton. Amen. He was spitting it out. He was very wroth. And the saying displeased him. They ascribed to David ten thousands and me only thousands. And uh, and the Bible said in verse 9, Saul eyed David from that day and forward. And on the morrow, the evil spirit came upon Saul. And David played. And a javelin's in Saul's hand. And Saul cast a javelin to smite David to the wall. And David void out of his presence twice. Amen. And Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him and departed from Saul. And Saul, the Bible tells you here, demoted him. He's made him general over the army. And Saul, verse 13, Saul, the Bible doesn't use the word demoted, but I do. And he demoted him from the general to a captain over a thousand. Okay? And I want you to know this here. Amen. David showed no anger or resentment. Oh, you ever got demoted and you never showed any anger or resentment? You know. David behaved himself wisely in all his way and the Lord was with him. When Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of him. Amen. And so verses 17 and 19 uh, Saul promises David his oldest daughter Merab and then gave her to another man. And then he found out that Michael, she loved David, his other daughter, his younger daughter. And Saul said, I'll give him her that she may be a snare to him. Okay? And so Saul commanded his servants commune with David secretly and he was plotting against David. He wanted David killed. He said, I don't want my hand to be on him. And so I'm going to send him on a suicide mission. You know what a suicide mission is, don't you? Very little to zero chances of coming back alive. And I need you to go down and kill me a hundred Philistines. Okay, I believe I can do that. And David brought 200 foreskins back with the proof. Amen. And Saul gave Michael his daughter to wife. And Saul saw and knew that the Lord was with David. Amen. And he was so dismayed that Michael loved David. And Saul was yet the more afraid of David. And Saul became David's enemy continually. And the Bible said in verse 30, David behaved himself more wisely. Now I want to bring you to what I want to preach from tonight. 1 Samuel 19 verse 1. Saul spoke to Jonathan his son and all his servants that they should kill David 
But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted much in David. And Jonathan told David, Saul, my father, seeketh to kill thee. Take heed to thyself until morning and abide in a secret place. And he said, and I will go out. Listen to verse 3. I will go out and stand beside my father. Do you understand? Do you see what a type of Christ this Jonathan is? Do you not see the divinity of his nature and his actions? I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where thou art, and I will commune with my father of thee. Can you imagine that heaven is having a conversation tonight in your behalf, Brother Keith? Think about that. I will go out and I will speak to my father and I will commune with my father of thee. Brother Bobby, amen, heaven knows what your heart is going through tonight. Amen. And heaven is communing about your situation. Oh God. And so here, amen, I want us to see. And so the Bible said, and he said, and what I see, that will I tell thee. And Jonathan spake good of David. Oh, amen. Oh, Lord, I thank you that Jesus speaks good of me. As low down and rotten as I am, Jesus speaks good of me before the Father. How about you? And he said, he spake good of David. And he said, let not the king sin against his servant because he hath not sinned against you. And his works have been good, very good. He risked his life. He slew Goliath. And the Lord has wrought a great salvation for all Israel. And you saw it and you rejoiced to know what he's done. And will you sin against innocent blood? I'm paraphrasing a lot here. Amen. To slay David without a cause. And the Bible said, Saul, I'm paraphrasing, he listened to what his son was saying. And, and Jonathan and Saul swear, as the Lord liveth, he shall not be slain. And Jonathan told David, and Jonathan brought David to Saul, and he was in his presence in times past. I want to preach to you tonight for the Lord to help me about the value of an advocate. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, that Jesus is our advocate. He is our eternal. You hear me? He is our eternal advocate and lawyer before the throne of God. What a privilege it is tonight to know, amen, that we have someone who loves us and will fight for us before the throne of God. Now, let's go back. I want you to look at that. Amen. And when David got through, he's come out of the battle. He's just a, the Bible said, a stripling. The Bible said he was a young man. And, and, and Jonathan and David are close the same in age. And there he walks out. And here comes this boy. It's all he can do to hold Goliath's head up. You think so? Amen. Here he's coming with that head. 
And, he, and Saul begins to ask him, what, who are you and what are you? And when he began to tell him, the Bible said the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Can, I, can, you, can you do something for me tonight? When you read that scripture, I want you to understand. The, I want you to read it this way. The soul of Jesus Christ was knit with your soul. Whatever your name is. George, John, David, Bill, Mary, Sue. Whatever your name is. Amen. I want you to understand that the soul of Jesus is knit with your soul. And Jesus loves you like his own soul. What a privilege. What a privilege. Amen. And so there... There, Jonathan stripped himself of the royal robe and gave it to David. Amen. He gave David his garments. He gave David his sword. He gave him his bow. He gave him that girdle of royal position in the family. He gave it all. I'm telling you what, you ought to love Jesus in every way tonight because of what he has done for you. Oh, how he loves you. He's loved you more than his own soul. He has given himself for you. What a privilege to have an advocate like that. Amen. I want you to understand, friendship produces an entire sameness. It is one soul and two bodies. Amen. A friend in another self. The strongest unbreakable friendship was created between David and Jonathan. It was not an earthly, carnal friendship. They loved each other with strong, pure hearts. Amen. Uh, David and Jonathan had a friendship which not, could, could not be affected by changes or chances. Amen. And I want you to understand the Bible uses the same expressive phrase of Jacob's love for his son Benjamin in Genesis 44 and 30. Man, I'm running out of time fast. His soul, the Bible said in Genesis 44 and 30, his soul is knit up with the lad's soul. And the Bible said in verse 31, the lad, amen, if he's not with us, our father, he will die. Oh God, the love that this father had for his son, Benjamin, amen. And you think about that great love that Jacob had for Benjamin and the greater love of all. All the universe is that Jesus Christ loved us. Listen. And the Bible said, and when we drop down there, that verse 12, let's go there. And the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they rent their clothes, verse 13. Jude and his brethren came to Joseph's house, and they fell before him on the ground. Oh, God. And I want you to get this. And Judah said... What shall we say unto my Lord? What shall we speak? Or how shall we clear ourselves? And then he, he actually confessed his sin. And he said, God hath found out the iniquity of our, thy servants. Amen. We killed our brother. They think he's dead. They think Joseph's dead. And, uh, and, and so here they are. And he said, oh God. God has found out the iniquity of thy servants. And Judah came near. 
I want you to get this. And said, oh, my Lord, let thy servant, I pray thee, speak a word. Amen. And Judah very sincerely and eloquently begins to plead with Joseph with great detail. He unknowingly tells Joseph those details, the horrible effect on their lives for the evil that they did to Joseph. He's talking there. And he lets Joseph know that for the last 13 years, Joseph, you had it hard. But I want you to know for the last 13 years, your brothers have not seen a day of peace either. Your father has not seen a day of peace either. Your father has suffered. Your brothers have suffered. Oh, God. And Judah begins to plead. They say this is one of the most beautiful and heart-rending pictures and descriptions and passages in all of Hebrew history. And Judah's simple recap of the narrative turns into that self-sacrificing of himself. And he said, I'll be the substitute for Benjamin. The loss of Benjamin will certainly cause my father to die. And Judah showed future generations the quality of true prayer. What a privilege it is to have an advocate. I said, what a privilege of value of having an advocate. And so Judah, amen, Judah's soul is stirred to its depths before God. Amen. Oh, God. And he's showing us how true prayer is. This is what Martin Luther said. He said, I would give very much if I could pray to our Lord God as well as here. uh, that Judah prays to Joseph for it is a perfect specimen of prayer the true feeling there ought to be in prayer oh God amen his prayer was able his prayer was noble his prayer gave promise to future generations amen and it shows us that the line of the tribe of Judah amen is going to make future intercession for you and I Oh, God, I want you to understand, my God in heaven, my God in the heavens tonight, amen, it's so wonderful to be a child of God. Oh, God, amen. You understand, they tell about Brutus the elder, amen, when his sons made a plot against their government, they brought his sons in. And they brought them before the council. Amen. And the Senate began to whisper, He won't, he won't find them guilty. He won't find them. He'll make an excuse. He'll find a way to get his boys off the hook. And they were all watching. Amen. And Brutus. Amen. Are you hearing me? Brutus the elder. Amen. And his boys. Amen. Those those young boys of his, those young men of his, they're trembling and they're weeping before him. Amen. And they're thinking, oh, he'll just banish them. He'll slap them on the wrist. Amen. He'll do that. Amen. And with all the stern majesty of justice, amen, he turned to the lictors who were the executioners and he said, to you lictors, I deliver them. And the lictors seized them, stripped them naked and bound their hands behind them and beat them with rods and then cut off their heads and Brutus stood there looking at that bloody sight with an unaltered countenance and he said 
Thus the father was lost in the judge. The love of justice overcame the fondness of the parent. And private interest, amen, was swallowed up in regard for the public good and the honor and security of government. And there his sons were executed. I want you to know the love and the justice of God crucified Christ on Calvary so that you and I could worship and shout here in this sanctuary tonight. Oh, oh, the glory and the honor and the majesty that Jesus stripped himself of and came down and became our sacrifice. Our sacrifice. Dear God, dear God, amen, amen. I'm running out of time. Amen. Zechariah 2 and 8. And I want to tell you something. Can I speak to you personally tonight, sis? He that toucheth you, touch the apple of his eye. He that toucheth you, touches the apple of his eye. Amen. Come up here, brother Nick. Let me stick my finger in your eye. I don't think you'd like that too good, would you? But I want you to know that God says he that touches you touches the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. And the Bible said in Zechariah 3 and 1, He showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. You ever wonder why your day goes hard for you many times? Here it is. Amen. Joshua the high priest, he's standing before the angel of the Lord. And what else is going on? We forget. I don't understand why my life is like it is. Yeah, you're standing before the high priest. But Satan is standing at his right hand to resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan, You can't rebuke him, but the Lord can. And the Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord hath chosen Jerusalem, rebuke thee. Hear now, O Joshua the high priest, behold, I will bring forth my servant the branch. Amen. There's multiple times this is a name of Jesus Christ. You know that. It's a prophetic name of Jesus Christ. I'm going to bring forth my servant the branch. And behold, verse 9, the stone that I've laid before Joshua upon one stone shall be seven eyes. Have you seen any stone with seven eyes? I haven't. But he's speaking here prophetically. Amen. And so the fourth chapter, verse 6 of Zechariah. This is the word of the Lord under Zerubbabel saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. And the Bible said in verse 10, They shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel with those seven, those seven eyes. And the Bible said, they are the eyes of the Lord which run to and fro through the whole earth. I want us to understand tonight that God has seven eyes that run to and fro through the whole earth in the behalf of you. Amen. Yes, you're having trouble, but it's because there is a devil. You're there before the high priest. You're there before the angel of the Lord. And there, what is happening? And the devil standing right beside you and trying to 
do everything he can to hurt you. And so, amen, amen. And the Bible said, with those seven eyes, they are the eyes of the Lord, which run to and fro. And the Bible said in 2 Chronicles 16 and 9, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro through the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Is there anybody here that loves the Lord tonight? Raise your hand. If you love the Lord, I want you to know one thing. The eyes of the Lord are running to and fro through the earth to show himself strong in your behalf. Oh, I'm trying to talk to you about the value of an advocate. My goodness, I'm just a weak little pillar. You hearing me? I'm just weak. Amen. I can't hardly go. But I want you to understand, I have one who is my advocate. And I am made strong because of his advocacy for me. The Bible said in Revelation 5 and 1, I saw... In the right hand of him that sat on the throne. I'm telling you what. The power of the Holy Ghost is here so rich and real. I can't always stand still. Amen. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne. A book written within. And on the back side. Sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming him with a loud voice. Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. No man in heaven nor in earth. Neither under the earth was able to open the book. Neither to look thereon. I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. Verse 5, one of the elders said to me, Weep not, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Oh, you saw Judah advocating for his brother Benjamin, didn't you? Hallelujah. He fell down before Joseph. Oh, I have sinned. The Lord has found my iniquity, but I will die. I'll go to prison. I'll do whatever I have to do. Benjamin may live and I want you to know Jesus Christ made himself the sacrifice so that whatever he had to do you can live oh, amen the, the lion of the tribe of Judah the root of David had prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof in the midst of the throne and the four beasts in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as they're being slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of them that sat upon the throne. And then the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them. Amen. Are you hearing me? Having every one of them harps and golden vials. Full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. Hallelujah. Sister Barbara, amen. Your heart has been so overwhelmed and discouraged. But I want you to know, oh God. This may be Brother Bobby's birthday, but I want you to understand and know one thing. There's a God in heaven, and He's all of your prayers have been heard. And there before the throne of God this night, there's a golden vial full of odors, and it is the prayer of Barbara. It's the prayer of Brady Hez. Oh, hallelujah. It's the prayers of Brian McGraw. What is it? Amen. Thanks be to God that God is our heaven. And we have an advocate with the Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Amen. I was over here praying earlier, early in the week. In Psalm 77, I read there, I cried unto my God with my voice, even unto my God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. I remembered God and was troubled. Then he said, I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. You understand, so many times in life, we're trying our best to do what's right. And I want you to know, there's the deal. Here's the deal. There you're before God. You're praying. Amen. Amen. Oh, and Joshua the high priest, he's standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan, you can't see him. But there he is. He's standing right there to resist anything good that you do. Are you hearing me? Can you say, the devil doesn't like me. The devil hates you. But I'm so glad one thing. Jesus loves you. Can you say, Jesus loves me. The Father loves me. The Holy Ghost loves me. Hallelujah. And so the devil can do all he can to resist and oppose you. But I'm telling you what, you're going to come out victorious. Hallelujah. Amen. And so the Bible, the Bible there in Psalm 77 and verse 7, he has he asked six questions. They're hard questions. And the Bible said, Will the Lord cast off forever? Will he be favorable no more? Is God not ever going to help me? You ever felt like that? Will he be favorable no more? Is God not going to help me? Is his mercy clean gone forever? Doth his promise fail forevermore? Anybody felt like that? And here's verse 9. Hath God forgotten to be gracious? Hath he in anger shut up his tender mercies? Why am I having all this trouble? God's forgotten about me. God's forgotten about me. And God gives the answer. Amen. Amen. I, I said, I don't understand that there's not an answer. I, I was reading that. I was right over here reading that. And I said, I don't have, I don't want to see that. I don't, there's no answer to it. And then I read on down, verse 13 is the answer, Brother Keith. Amen. He answers it with one, one statement and one question. And he said in verse 13, Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? God's way is in the sanctuary. Keep on coming to church. I said, keep on coming to church. If you quit church, you're never going to get any help. But if you'll keep on coming to church, there'll be a day that you'll get victory. Are you hearing me? I'm, I'm talking about the value of an advocate. And we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he said, thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Amen. You keep on. You keep on coming to the house of God. You're going to get help. 
And our God is the greatest. He is the only God. He is our friend. And He is our advocate. The Bible said in Jeremiah 10 and 10, The Lord is the true God. He is the living God and an everlasting King. And the first Thessalonians chapter 1 and 9, Ye turn to God from your idol to serve the living and true God. Oh, thanks be to God. We have the true and the living God that we are serving tonight. He may not need to try to get on through. He may listen to me. The Bible said in 1 John chapter 2, My little children, don't you love that? Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. When Grant's worried and upset, Brother Seth, you say, My little son, sit down here and listen to Daddy just a minute. Hallelujah. My little son. My little child, amen, would you listen? My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Oh, thanks be to God. Thank you, Lord, that we have an advocate tonight that has delivered us from the bondage of sin, death, and hell. We don't have to be lost because He is our advocate. Hallelujah. Amen. I need to hurry and close here. Amen. If any man sin... We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And the Bible said in verse 2 of 1 John, 1 John 2 and 2, He is the propitiation for our sins, not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Oh, somebody said, Jesus, just come to save me and my four no more. I've got great news for the world and bad news for you. Jesus Christ came to save the whole world. We were there at the prayer circle yesterday, Bruce and Diane and several of you were there, amen, and as they prayed, when they got through, there was a girl standing there beside our car, and she just walked forward and walked over there uh, to the people that were leading it, and I saw them again to pray for her, and she came, she was there, and she came and she said, will y'all pray for me? I said, Karen, what, what's going on out there? And, and, and she said, she come and asked him to pray for her to get saved. Oh, hallelujah. Woo! If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for our sins only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Amen. You know what that word is? That word is paraclete. Hallelujah. We have an advocate. He's called the paraclete who pleads another's cause. He exhorts. He comforts. He prays for you. Hebrews 7 and 25. Wherefore he is able to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, come on, y'all get ready for the music. I'm going to close out while you're coming there. Romans 8 and 26. I want you to understand. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us. Amen. Have you ever got down and began to pray and all you could do was groan? Keep on groaning. Because that's agonizing before God. And there is the Spirit that understands that groan of your soul. Are you hearing me? 
Spirit helpeth our infirmities. We don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. That's the thing we got to do. Is we got to submit to God's will. He maketh intercession for us according to the will of God. Don't go to God with your preset notions. You'll be disappointed every time. But if you'll come to God and say, God, fix it like you want it, Lord. It's all right with me. All right with me. It's all right with me. Any way you fix it, Lord, it's all right with me. It's all right. It's all right with me. I have an advocate with the Father, and it's all right with me. Any way you fix it, Lord, it's all right with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen. Hallelujah. Amen. He searches the heart. He knows the mind of the Spirit. He maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. We've got to submit ourselves to the will of God. We've got a generation that don't want to submit to the will of God, but she makes intercession for us according to the will of God. He that spared not his own son. This Brutus the elder didn't spare his boys. But I want you to know there was a father. He that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Oh, thank you, Lord. We have an advocate. We have an advocate with the Father. We have multiple advocates. Let me read on to you. Hallelujah. The Bible said in 1 John 4 and 2, Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent His only begotten Son in the world that we might live through Him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. I want you to understand, God sent His Son Hallelujah. Can you have any better advocate than God sending His Son to die for you? Hallelujah. And His Son was willing and obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Amen. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. We have, there we have the entire Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and they are all advocating in our behalf. Romans 3 and 23. Amen. For all have sinned, stand with me please, and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath sent forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood, to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. And the Bible said in Revelation 12, verse 10, I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of His Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Hallelujah. I want you to understand 
there's going to be a day not long off that the accuser of you is going to be cast down. He's lying about you. Oh, he is accusing you. He's making it hard on you. Amen. And you understand the question was asked in Romans 8 and 33. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Hallelujah. You can say all you want to against me. But I want you to know one thing. We have an advocate. We have an advocate. Amen. Jesus Christ is there at the right hand of the Father this night. Amen. Thank you, Lord. That you are our advocate. Would you lift your hands and let's praise him. Let's worship him and thank him that he is our almighty advocate. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lamb of God. Praise the Lamb of God. You're praying, Brother Andrew. You're talking to the Lord. And the devil sleeps up and said, You know, Andrew messed up today. Andrew did this today. Just like a little tattletale kid. Amen. And he starts that old stuff. And the, the Lord looks at him and says, The Lord rebuke you. Hallelujah. He's my son. He's my child. You leave him alone. Hallelujah. Woo! Man, I'm telling you what. Thanks be to God that we have somebody that will stand up for us. Oh, I'll never forget. I'll never forget. Carolyn's kind of a meek and mild person at a lot of times. A lot of times she's not. She's got Ratliff in her. We were there at Phelps pastoring, and I was preaching, and there was a woman got mad at me, and, and so she was running up down the street screaming and hollering there, and she said, send him out here, I'm going to slap his face. And, but what it was, I was preaching, and I, I made the statement that she had been saying, talking about me, and I had no clue, and I made the statement. And so she thought that I was getting up and railing on her from the pulpit because she knew she was guilty of what she'd said. And I had no idea. She said, send him out here. I'm going to slap his face. Amen. And she kept going on and going on. And, they, and so they sent word and said, she wants you to come out here. She's going to slap your face. Amen. I will tell you what, there was a little, about a 125-pound woman stepped out and said, Oh, no, you're not! He's my husband! And you're not touching him! Hallelujah! I want you to know, there is the line of the tribe of Judah said, Devil, leave them alone! They're my children! They're my children! Hallelujah! Oh, glory to God! Praise be to God! The value of an advocate, Jesus Christ. He loves you, brother. He loves you, brother. He loves you, brother. He loves you, sister. Hallelujah. And we have an advocate. Amen. And there's going to be a day. Hallelujah. All of your lying is going to stop, devil. Hallelujah. Amen. And we are going to be victorious. Sing for us, children. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on, let's seek the face of God. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Come on.
trouble is in my way. When I'm tossing side to side, like a ship out on a raging tide, I don't worry, I don't fret. God has never failed me yet. Troubles come from time to time, but that's all right. I'm not the worry about the one. I've got confidence. God's gonna see me through. No matter what the case may be, I know He's gonna fix it for me. Sick so long till the flesh that run is gone. His wife is battered and is shielded. Everything that he had was gone. But Joel is his fair. He knew that God's care. He saves his wonder how I smile even when I'm going through a trial. How can I have a soul when everything is going wrong? I don't worry, I don't pray. God has never been Troubles come from time to time, but that's all right. I'm not the worry I've got confidence. God is going to see me good. No matter are in my way I can't tell my night from day when I'm tossed from side to side I can swim out on a raging tide I don't worry I don't pray God is going to fail me yet troubles come from time to time that's alright
Come